welcome to the Man Talk Show. This is a midweek mini episode. I'm Connor Beaton, and we're going to be diving into what does it mean when your partner says, I wouldn't be able to give you everything you want, or I'm not good enough. And before we dive into that, just a quick reminder for all the men uh, to head on over and join the Alliance. It is free for a month right now. Uh, and we have a great group of guys. We just had Dr. Robert Glover uh, as a special guest for a live Q&A uh, in the group. And uh, we have guests like that every single month. We've got a book club. We've got monthly and weekly challenges. Uh, you get your own men's group that you get to be a part of. And I lead weekly calls. Uh, so if you are looking for a men's group, uh, wherever you are in the world, uh, definitely head on over to ConnorBeaton.com or Mantalks.com and check out the Alliance and ladies, recommend this to the men that are in your life. I've found that a lot of guys uh, gain access to this type of work, to men's work, by the women that are in their life. Um, so a lot of women are the, the sort of promoters and permission givers. Uh, so feel free to send him the link uh, and invite him into the work. All right. So I get uh, you know questions all the time from uh, people reaching out asking relational questions. And so I'm going to tackle this one uh, here today and uh, and hopefully gain, give some insight into why this happens. So I'm just going to read the question and then we'll, we'll dig in. So here we go. Hi, I hope you're doing well. I love your page and I find your posts both informational, inspirational, and incredibly helpful. I just wanted to ask for your advice or thoughts on when a man says, I wouldn't be able to give you everything you want. Or when men say, I don't feel like I'm good enough for you. I've looked for answers in a few places, and I mostly see believe him and accept what he is saying and move on. To sum up my understanding, they do not want a relationship with that girl. I'm curious if I am on the right track or if there is more to it. Okay, so this might sound like a little bit of a basic question, right? Uh, you know, the the you know, guy in this situation is saying, I wouldn't be able to give you everything you want, or I'm not good enough. And so that's, that's pretty front and center. But man, I'm going to speak to you just for a quick second. And, and then I'll come back to answering the question in full. So men, why, why do you do this? Why do you, uh, in, and I'm, and I'm speaking directly to you, because I feel like we need more of this type of discourse. So why do we do this? Look, I have done this in the past. I have used this exact line. I can't give you everything that you want as a get out of jail free card, right? As a way of me not feeling guilty for, uh, you know, not telling the truth for not just saying, I don't want to be with you, or this isn't the right relationship, or you're not the right person for me. And the rejection is sort of couched in a self-deprecating um, lack of self-worth commentary, which leaves the other person with no information or data about why you're actually leaving in the first place. Here's one of the most interesting and frustrating aspects about relationships. And this is where I think embodiment practices come into play. This is where men's work really comes into play. Guys, it's going to be very challenging for you to find the type of relationship that you want, whether whatever your sexual orientation is, whatever your preference is, whatever you desire and crave, it's going to be very challenging for you to identify that and move towards it if you are ending relationships out of integrity. 
Okay. Now there are going to be some circumstances where maybe you don't feel good enough, where maybe you just genuinely feel like what that other person is wanting is not in alignment with you. Maybe you feel like you are not worthy of that woman, that partner, that relationship. Um, but that's very few and far between. And if that is the case, then sometimes it's coming from a place of criticism, right? Sometimes maybe you have got yourself into a dynamic where your partner is hypercritical and you aren't able to actually communicate that. In other cases, uh, when, when I've actually used this line in the past, I was using it because uh, for a few reasons. One, I was either uh, dating multiple women at once. Two, I was being unfaithful. And so I felt an incredible amount of shame. And so this was my sort of not get out of jail free car, but it was my way of, of not having to deal with the shame that was actually coming up in the relationship within myself because of my actions. And so rather than owning that, rather than owning that uh, I was out of integrity, it was a means of saying I'm not I'm not good enough. And, and that was sort of code for I'm acting in my perspective at that time, I'm acting like a piece of garbage. And so I want to remove myself from the situation because I feel ashamed of my actions as a man. I feel ashamed that I'm out of integrity as a man. And when we are out of integrity as men, we we show up in very different ways in relationship. We show up with an immense amount of shame. We show up in ways that are distrustful. We aren't able to provide in the way that we want. We're not able to speak clearly and articulate what it is that we want in the relationship. We're not able to commit. We're not able to lean into real intimacy. And so there's a lot of complications that come along with this. So there's sort of two sides that that arise in this situation. And there's, there's multiple other variants of this. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to condense this into something just a little bit more simplistic because we're always looking for simple answers. And in the words of Leonardo da Vinci, simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. So when we can simplify some of these complex topics down into something a little bit more um, bite-sized, sometimes it's a little bit easier. So what I have found is that this happens for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, saying I wouldn't be able, I can't give you what you want is code for, I either haven't been able to figure out what it is that you want or what I think you want seems to be something so radically different than how I view myself. Now, this can show up in a, in a few different ways. So for some men, they, they get into a relationship and they meet somebody that sort of meets a lot of their uh, checklist, their prerequisites for what they're looking for in a committed relationship. And maybe they don't feel ready. Maybe they don't feel worthy. Maybe they don't feel like they've done the work. Maybe they are still out of integrity uh, in many ways. They're still watching porn countless times a day. They're still you know, dating multiple other people. Uh, you know, their drinking's not under control, their job is, you know, not where they want it to be, they're smoking weed every day. And so they still feel like a disaster. And so they're removing themselves from that relationship, because they feel like a wreck. And men, I think, you know, we can all be honest that most of us, maybe not all of us, but many of us have been there. Many of us have found ourselves in a relationship where it's a really great relationship. And we can't seem to put our finger on why we want to exit the relationship. But in many cases, 
it is of our own volition, is it of our own doing that we don't feel grounded within ourselves, within our mental body, within our emotional body, our physical body, our sexual body, our spiritual body. And when those things are out of alignment, when we are not in our embodied masculine, which in our embodied masculine, I guess here I, I'm sort of pointing towards that embodied masculine, meaning that we have alignment or congruency between those different parts of our uh, internal makeup, right? We have congruency between our, our intellectual aspect. We have congruency with our emotional body and our spiritual and our physical and our sexual bodies, right? And, and I'm using the word body loosely, not to mean a physical form, but also a metaphysical form. So we have to create that congruency because when, when we as men are out of alignment, we will naturally try and gravitate away from a relationship. We will try and quote unquote, protect our partner from ourselves because we feel like in some capacity, we are either ill-equipped or unready or that we're broken. And we, we will naturally want to protect this, this other person who maybe we like uh, or love from ourselves, from the damage that we feel we are causing to ourselves, from the damage that we have maybe caused other people in the past. And so we'll try and remove ourselves from the relationship. So that is one category of why this can happen. The other category is, uh, is basically that a man gets into a relationship with someone and uh, there are aspects to that individual or relationship that aren't workable for him. And men, I mean, I've again, I've done this before, you know, where I wasn't too sure how to articulate the feedback or articulate the challenge that was in the relationship. Maybe I was trying to protect the other person's feelings of not giving them that feedback. But I think this is where, again, this is where the the sort of shadow version of masculine protection comes in, right? Shadow masculine protection of hiding the truth of why you are exiting the relationship. Now, in some cases, you know, there's there's the, well, you know, we only went on a couple of dates. So what do I owe that individual? Um, and in other cases, it's, you know, you've been with that individual for months or maybe years and exiting the relationship in this fashion um, doesn't leave them with any clarity. So we can get ourselves into a predicament where we are in a relationship with someone and there are aspects of the relationship that we don't like. There's aspects of the relationship that aren't workable for us that are that create incongruencies. Maybe the other person is, you feel like your partner is very critical and maybe you feel like, you know, nothing that you do is right or that you're a failure uh, with them, or they seem to continually um, put out uh, an idea or or a concept that who they are wanting you to be is someone different. Now, ladies, this is where part of your responsibility comes in, right? Because a lot of women and men are uh, also do this, but a lot of women get into relationship and they see the aspects of the man that they really like. And then they see the aspects of their of their man that they don't like, that they wish were different. Maybe it's the way he dresses. Maybe it's the way he talks. Maybe it's the jokes that he tells. I mean, it could be a multi, multitude of different things. It could be his mindset. It could be how he relates to sex. 
And very quickly, depending on your past, and I'm not going to go too far down this path, you might find yourself trying to change the man that you're with. And the more that you try and change the man that you're with, the more that that man feels like he is inadequate or that there is something wrong with him. And at his core, at his nature, that there is some part of him that is not accepted. And so your work is to start to look at how are you trying to change the men that you date, right? For for men, it's how are you showing up with the women that you're dating? How are you taking ownership over your own incongruencies, inconsistencies, bad habits, uh, you know, out of integrity uh, nature? And and for for you ladies, the work is how are you trying to change the men that you are dating? Because when you embark on this on this path of trying to change some aspect of him, of loving parts of him, but not the whole of him, he will feel it. He will unequivocally, undeniably feel it deeply. And he maybe won't be able to put his finger on it. He maybe won't be able to sort of say, I don't feel like you love me for who I am. It might come across an argument as like, oh, you're always criticizing the way that I dress. Or you're always criticizing, uh, you know, the jokes that I tell. You're always criticizing whatever the case may be. And so that critical nature for him feels like you are rejecting who he is at his core. And when that goes on for too long of a period, a man will eventually either become resentful uh, if he isn't able to articulate it and set a boundary with you, uh, or he will slowly back out of the relationship um, out of a means of self-protection. So start to look at historically, and this is for this is for everyone. This isn't just for the women that are listening to this. Start to look at how you have historically tried to change your partner in relationship and start to look at the things that you have rejected about your partner. What does it say about you? How has that maybe impacted them? Um, what's What has traditionally been the reason that people have wanted to end a relationship with you? If this is a, uh, a, a pattern that's showing up, it says more about you than it does the people that you date, right? If, if you've had multiple people break up with you or end a relationship saying, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not just not able to give you what you want. That is saying something to you loud and clear that needs to be listened to, right? Sure, maybe, you know, by chance, you may have attracted a, a few different people that, uh, that just really had deep insecurities. But even that, even that, even if that is true, that you've attracted multiple partners with very deep-seated insecurities, that still says something very, very fundamental to the core of your being, that you are attracting those types of people into your life. And so there's something there for you to look at. There's something in your shadow there to look at. So I wanted to break this down. And the last thing that I want to leave you with um, before I wrap up is how do we combat this, right? How do we combat this? So transparency is a very challenging um, component aspect to bring into dating, right? Transparency of what we want, transparency of of desires and expectations, transparency of agreements and boundaries. Uh, all of these things are very challenging for us if we maybe didn't grow up in an environment where transparency was there, or you know maybe we just uh, haven't had people in our lives 
who have com communicated with this level of transparency. So how do we start to address this? We bring in radical transparency, radical honesty, and we start to allow ourselves to lean into the uncomfortable conversation of saying, hey, I feel like you accept 90% of me, but there seems to be this 10% that you just really don't seem to like. And I constantly feel like you're trying to change and to have a dialogue about that and where that's coming from and what the perspective is. Um, so that's one part. The other part is to own where we're out of integrity, own where why we are wanting to leave a relationship. Um, because the the idea that I wouldn't be good enough to give you everything that you want again, is a reflection of our internal insecurities and that there is something deeper than that that we need to come into contact with. There is a wound or a pain from our childhood. There's an insecurity from a past relationship that hasn't been healed. And that at some point, we as men, as women, are going to have to uh, come into contact with that part of ourselves and work through it. Maybe that's within the context of a relationship. Maybe that's, you know, individually on your own. But at some point, you are going to have to face that part in order for your relationships to go further, in order for the level of commitment and intimacy and openness and connectedness that you crave in a relationship to be possible, you're going to have to dive into these parts. So get to know the parts that feel insecure in a relationship. It's a very beautiful and powerful uh, and strengthening uh, activity to start to meet the parts of yourself that are insecure, that cause you to pull away from the relationship, that cause you to shut down, that cause you to turn away and not only start to meet those parts, but start to feel them deeply in your body, start to understand what they're trying to communicate and begin the practice of showing up in intimacy, in relationship, in love with those insecurities present but don't expect your partner, don't expect the other person to be responsible for them. It is not their job to fix them, to soothe them. Uh, it, that is your responsibility. Now, your partner can support you, but they have to know, first and foremost, what's actually happening within you. And so they need a little bit more emotional data. They need a little bit more physical uh, data. That might. What I mean by that is, you know, what's happening in your nervous system is very important. We underestimate how impactful our physical response is when it comes to relationships, right? Our physical response, um, when we feel insecure, when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel angry, when conflict is present, when sexual attention is present, our physical response has more data and information than your thoughts do. And I, and I say this um, in, in a way that is inviting and in a way that is maybe confronting, but to start to get to know those physical and emotional um, attributes and that to start to be able to read that physical and emotional data within relationships is incredibly, incredibly important. So thanks so much for tuning into this episode, this mini episode this week. Uh, don't forget to rate and review and please share with a friend if you enjoyed this, um, if you know someone that could benefit or would love to listen to this episode, uh, please do share it. Uh, hit the share button on whatever platform you're li listening to us on. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off. Thank you.